0: Day. greetings everyone and welcome back to another episode of plan b success we have lindsay wander with us today who's into education her company worldwide tutoring is in illinois as well as texas where she works with students in order to tutor them get them to be where they should be now lindsay has been doing this for over 10 years and we'll learn about her programs and what she's doing with the company right from her so welcome lindsay
1: Thanks for having me.
0: My pleasure. So tell us uh, what's WorldWise Tutoring all about?
1: Uh, So my purpose of starting a company was to help the students that the traditional system just wasn't working for them, which is most students. (laughs) Um, And so it has evolved into a organization that's providing what I consider more of academic coaches. And we work with students of all ages, all abilities and all subjects. So what I noticed when I started tutoring almost two decades ago is families had a tutor for math and a tutor for Spanish and a tutor for history. And you know, every tutor was kind of just sitting and doing homework with them. And the family just had to keep getting a tutor every single year for every single subject. And so I created this company to, to solve that problem where we provide them with one tutor who can help with everything. But more importantly, we teach the underlying learning and life skills to get the students off of tutoring so that they're able to do um, the work and manage their learning on their
0: own. So did you always want to be a teacher?
1: No, <laughs> I went to school for biomedical engineering um, and it was an internship with environmental education that helped me fall in love with teaching. And I went back to school and got my teaching credential and. I was a classroom teacher for several years while I was tutoring on the side before I eventually started to decided to start the company full-time.
0: So what what grade of uh, students do you generally tutor?
1: All ages. (laughs) We work with all ages, all abilities. Me personally, I prefer more middle and high school students, um, but we have students as young as two And we have students who are adults. I have about 60 tutors right now throughout Illinois and Texas that have various backgrounds and areas of expertise. So I get some really random requests and we're able to accommodate them.
0: So do you do this online or is there any classroom or in-person kind of education too?
1: It's a mixture. So it's whatever the family prefers. Uh, We've been using Zoom for about six years now. So the transition to fully online during school closures was very easy, but we are back to in person for about a year and a half now um, with very strict COVID precautions in place. And we offer that at our normal rate, but then I offer online for a lower rate, trying to encourage people to go online now that, that people have more experience with it and realize that it's actually pretty effective. Um, but again, we work with students of all abilities. So we do tend to have students who have learning difficulties and online just always, you know, it may not be the option for them. So we offer in person. And when we work in person with them, we either go to their home or their school or a nearby cafe or library. I mean, we kind of go wherever we don't have a center. My, I did that intentionally. I wanted to be able to make it easier for the families. So they're not just, it's not one more thing they have to drive their child to. Um, and so again, just trying to simplify the process for
0: everyone. So in terms of uh, you know the pandemic timeframe, when everything moved online, did that uh, help with your business in any way? Did your uh, business increase? How were things then?
1: So when everything went online at the very beginning of March of 2020, um, we actually lost a lot of clients because students who were needing our help for AP tests or for the ACT, for example, no longer needed our help anymore because all of those got canceled. Um, And we had a lot of interest, a lot of people reaching out to us, but because of the uncertainty of everything, not a lot of committing because they weren't really sure, are schools opening, are they closing, what's going on? Are the tests being started again or not? Like, So it was a lot of incoming interest, but not a lot of people actually signing on the dotted line and getting started. Things were pretty slow for about six months and then they picked up and now we are busier than ever (laughs) because I think that a lot of families realize through the pandemic how many important skills that their children are really lacking. And now, especially after, you know, that gap, basically a year lost, um, there's a lot of catching up to do. And so we are receiving a lot of requests specifically because of of those school closures and, and making sure we can get their children or if they're an adult, kind of get them where they need to be. We did notice, which was interesting, a lot of adults coming in because they were making career changes. And so they needed help with resumes and interviews, as well as, you know, supplemental learning to add to their resume or to add to their expertise so that they could apply for other jobs. And another thing I noticed is the influx of tutors. (laughs) We had so many people apply to be a tutor because I think they were just they didn't wanna risk their lives to be in the school. Um, and so they were looking for alternative job opportunities. So we had a lot of incoming tutors during the pandemic.
0: So in, in terms of uh, the students who actually leverage these services, are they uh, concentrated in Illinois and Texas or do you find them nationwide?
1: We're worldwide, honestly. Worldwide.
0: awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I just onboarded two students today for, that are living in China. Uh, so yeah, we're all over and we have been all over. Part of the reason why I chose the name I did is to really make it clear we're working with everyone everywhere. Um, but we do tend to have our most of our students in Illinois and Texas.
0: So you, you mentioned 60 tutors, but in terms of uh, you know running this business, what kind of a support system do you have? <laughs>
1: well, I just got my first assistant Um, about almost two years ago. And I'm on my second assistant now because I only had the first one temporarily. So she's amazing. I would not be able to do anything I'm doing without her. Um, So she handles a lot of the nitty gritty stuff that's very time consuming, but isn't really the best use of my time. So she does a lot of the behind the scenes onboarding and the management of the tutors and the payroll and the checking accounts and all of that stuff. Um, I still have a very heavy hand in terms of assessing students to understand what their needs are, as well as recruiting and training tutors, because I kind of think that's my secret sauce is figuring out what does the kid need and then matching them with a really qualified tutor. Um, and so that's something I'm not really planning on handing over anytime soon, <laughs> but I also, you know, spend a lot of time um, working with schools, working with other organizations, giving presentations to parents and educators and students. So there's, there's a lot of things that I'm doing because I have been in this field for a couple decades now to share my expertise with them. Um, That again, is not something I can hand over. And I also like it. I have kind of taken a position of teaching the teachers and teaching the parents, which has been really interesting. So um, definitely a shifted, you know, role of mine, but I still have a hand in everything.
0: And uh, how do your students find you? Is it a lot of uh, word of mouth and referrals?
1: We have a lot of incoming from social media. Uh, especially Facebook. I feel like Facebook is a place where a lot of people are asking for, hey, can you recommend a tutor? (laughs) Kind of thing. So we get a lot of people from social media, but they also find us through our website, especially because we do have so many free resources on there. And so I think a lot of people go there for those resources and then realize, oh wait, this is a tutoring company. And then they reach out to us. Um, I do also um, have always been heavy with referrals. We do offer referral credits and everything. But um, before the pandemic, we were probably 80% word of mouth. But things have really shifted (laughs) because of the pandemic. And we're mostly, people are mostly finding us from our website and Facebook now.
0: And how many students do you have?
1: Oh, it changes constantly. Like I said, I onboarded, I just sent out about 10 contracts today. And so because my purpose is to get the students off of tutoring, we don't lock it families into any kind of minimum terms. So they're not like they have to commit to us for six months. It's not, goes against kind of our policy in general. So they're coming and going all the time. Um, in fact, I love when families start with us. And then after a few months, they're like, hey, you know, my house is calm and oh my gosh, my child was reading a book without me asking and oh, their grades are up and I think we're going to try it without tutoring. And I'm like, yes, do it. Um, And then they usually come back a couple of years later when they hit a next hurdle or with another child or a family member they referred. And so, you know, we still stay in contact, but um, we do not lock them in. So we're in flux all the time. Actually, right now, we're in the process of onboarding close to 60 students. Um, October is our busiest time of year. So we're onboarding them while others are finishing up. So it's always the in and out kind of thing. Thank goodness for my assistant.
0: (laughs) Awesome. You know, your model sounds uh, very different in the sense that somebody else in the same model, and there are models out there where you know, they're all about, let me be a platform, let me bring the tutor, let me bring the student, let me be the connector, and then let them find their own way, versus Mm -hmm. your model sounds like you want to have your fingers in the pie, so to speak, in terms of assessing the student, assessing the tutor, and seeing what the right fit is, and being able to make that connection, and ensuring and following up that uh, the student is actually benefiting from this, so that they can get rid of tutoring to, so to speak, mm-hmm. you know, they can be on their own that, that's, that being your goal, which is very different from any kind of a traditional business model. Right. And today it's all about mm-hmm. uh, platforms and SaaS technologies where you want to be a platform and say, Hey, on the one end, bring the supply on the one end, uh, you know, uh, bring the demand and let me be the connector. And that's not what you're doing is what I see.
1: I mean, I still am. I kind of consider myself a matchmaker, so I still am connecting, but yes, I definitely have more of a hand in it because it just ends up being smoother that way. Um, Even when I arrange the tutors, like I always send the families two or three bios to choose from, I arrange them in the order that I, I think they should choose. Like I put the person who I think is the best fit first. Um, and they usually go with that one. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they go with the second or third. And they're still good choices. I narrowed it down from 60. But you know, I, I try to rank them. There's just a sense I get from the student and from the tutor that I just think this is going to be a great match. And I know their personalities will fit. And you know, what the student needs fits with what the tutor can provide. And in doing that, it's smooth. Because when I do follow up with the families and the tutor and, you know, I say, how's everything going? The answer is always great. <laughs> I love this. This is amazing. And it actually takes the work off of our end by making sure everything is done really well from the beginning. It probably comes from when I was a classroom teacher. Um, as a classroom teacher, if you really lay a good foundation, your classroom should run itself It should be very student centered. The the kids should all know what they're doing and what's expected of them. And so I'm very big about going in with a strong foundation. And then it just kind of everything takes care of
0: itself and and it works. You know, the parents is one thing, but when you're working with educators or when you're working with schools and school systems, how how does that work? How does that happen? Are they welcoming? it's,
1: It's tricky. Um, schools are not particularly welcoming to tutoring companies, because I think they see it as a competition of someone coming in and saying, you're not doing this right, we're going to do it better. Um, but again, as, my, as a former teacher, I always present myself as an extension of support to the schools saying No, I want to help them to become better students. I want to know the resources you have on campus to make sure that they're using them. I want to teach them how to advocate for themselves and communicate to their teachers. So I don't want to be a crutch for them where they just kind of rely on us and then tune out in the classroom. I want to empower them with tools to make them better students in the classroom, you know? And so when the schools see that, and once they've had a few of our, you know, we've worked with a few of their students and they go, oh, okay, I see this. Then they start bringing us on to actually teach classes and um, to give trainings to their educators. So it's, it's a little bit of a kind of dip your toe in and just show them. Um, but once they see it, they're, they're all welcoming for it. They also, you know, in the relationships I have built, they get so many emails from tutoring companies every day. And so I do tend to get lost in that. So a lot of times it's, it's that warm introduction or you know, the, the teacher I meet who introduces me to this person that kind of gets my foot in the door. Um, but I am associated with a lot of really amazing schools throughout Illinois and Texas. And so those schools are happy to vouch for me to kind of push me into another school. So it's, it's a tricky process. It's taken many years to get to this point when it comes to schools. But once we're in, the great thing is we do just work directly with the family. So the schools can a lot of times back off and just tell the families about us. And then it's a lot less work for them.
0: Awesome. Now you said you, you were studying to be a biomedical engineer <laughs> and somewhere along the way you stumbled and became a teacher. Do you ever miss being a biomedical engineer?
1: No, not at all. As soon as I started college to study biomedical engineering, I loved reading about it. I loved learning about it. But when it came to the doing it, it just wasn't for me. And so this actually is something that translates in my tutoring style too. I tell my students all the time, you can have something you love to learn about and learn about it, but doesn't necessarily mean that's your career, you know, there's a difference between learning about it and doing it. And so I constantly encourage them to get more hands-on experience through volunteer work or internships or taking supplemental classes to really see, is this something I really want to do the rest of my life, (laughs) you know? And once I started these classes, I was like, yeah, I don't want to sit in the lab doing this all day long. Like, this just not for me. Um, But then when I had that internship involving education, I loved going to work every day. And I still, two decades later, love working. I love my job. I don't dread having to work in the morning. I look forward to it. So there is some coaching there with my students who are seeking out, you know, when they're applying for colleges and deciding what major and what career path I do often want to explain to them that if it's something you love, you're going to be successful. You're going to make money because you're going to (laughs) work. You're going to enjoy doing it. So there is the um, opportunity to find something that you really enjoy and be successful at it and not try to go into it just trying to be successful, which is part of why I chose the biomedical engineering field originally is because I was pushed into it um, by well-meaning people who thought I would have a nice, successful career doing it, but I just didn't like it.
0: You know, you've done, you've studied sciences and mathematics. Uh, What do you enjoy more?
1: Oh, definitely. I would say I definitely enjoy teaching math because a lot of people have this very strong distaste for math and I love changing their mind about it. But in terms of learning, I I can't get enough of science. I I read science stuff for fun. (laughs) So especially the biology and the chemistry side of things, I just... It's so interesting to me to, to better understand how the world works, and it's very humbling. It kind of puts me in my place
0: of like, wow,
1: <laughs> this is pretty incredible what's going on.
0: Right. And uh, in terms of where you want to take your company, what are your plans for the future?
1: So... Again, I love my job, so I don't really plan on backing out of it too, too much. Um, I'd like to not work as much as I do, but this is also you know, kind of the, the time we're in and a lot of people are needing assistance right now. And so it is what it is. Um, but I, I do see us extending to other states because I've had other schools and other states reach out to us and say, come here. <laughs> Why are you not in my area? Um, but I just did the two states initially to test it out. It's a little tricky. And I, I do foresee, um, I don't, I don't, I haven't mentioned this before, but I also started a nonprofit tutoring awesome. company providing this same tutoring services to K through 12 low income students of color. And so I foresee myself being able to expand that even more, so that I can provide, you know, all around solutions for students and not just serve the students who can afford the tutoring, but also provide options for the students who are completely capable but may not have the funds. And so I still kind of see myself having my arms, you know, my hands in both of them, but slowly handing it off more and more to other people who I trust to run things the way that I've been running it.
0: Awesome. And uh, what's the best way for people to reach you or to find out more?
1: So for WorldWise Tutoring, which is the first company I discussed, you can go to WorldWiseTutoring.com. There, there you'll see uh, the free resources I mentioned. They're for parents, for educators, and for students, as well as links to all our social media where I'm constantly posting tips and resources and advice. So you can follow us there. And then for the nonprofit, it's EducateRadiateElevate.org. That's a little tough, so you can also type in eretutoring.org, and you'll also see a lot of resources and links to our social media as well. That's also a great place if you have a student in mind that you think would want those services. You can nominate a student. Um, Anyone can nominate a student. And so you just kind of fill out the form, and then we can give them some tutoring.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for sharing your story. Before I let you go, one takeaway for the listeners, anything that you'd like to share?
1: I would say if you're a parent, really help your child to discover their true passions and interests, and don't focus so much on the name of the college and the name of the job. You know, they're, they're gonna be successful if it's something that they enjoy. And then for the child, um, if you're a student trying to kind of figure out your path, get that hands-on experience, get out there and try different things. What do you have to lose? (laughs) You might lose some time because you didn't enjoy it, but you learned, hey, I didn't enjoy this. And you move on to the next thing. There's always something to be learned from every experience you have. So just get out there and try different things.
0: Awesome. That's precious. uh, You know, absolutely precious uh, stuff that you shared there. Well, thank you so much, Lindsay. This has been a pleasure hosting you. Very inspiring work that you're doing. Uh, continue to do it. Hope uh, you do really well. And your uh, nonprofit arm um, also starts expanding fast. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for
1: having me.